to another episode of a podcast about music. A podcast about music. I am one of your hosts, Logan. And I'm Eric. And this week we have hit a landmark episode. Not because it's a certain number. I think we've been doing this for about 18 to 19 weeks now. But because we're talking about the Beatles this week. And it's a big, big band to cover. If there's any of you out there who haven't heard of the Beatles... And we're yelling, by the way. So I'm guessing... Like I said, if there's any of you out there who have not heard of the Beatles, today is probably your day of reconciliation. Your <laughs> reconciliation. I don't know if I or, used that right, but oh, awakening at the very yes, least. Uh, not musical sure, awakening. Not sure how you made it that far. And if you're in your mid thirties and haven't heard of the Beatles, or mid forties, or anywhere in your life and you haven't heard of mid the Beatles, anything's. we're gonna take a moment and bully you. So anyway. Before we get started, I just want to talk about two things. Oh, yeah? One, the fact that we made breadcrumbs from scratch today. We were doing a little cooking off of a recipe and ran out of breadcrumbs. We needed about a third of a cup more. So what did we do? Uh, we tossed a piece of whole grain toast into the toaster. Well, it was bread when we threw it in. Oh, that's right. We put some bread in the toaster. 250 degrees. And we took it out, put it in the blender, and we blended the heck out of that bread. And, um, yeah, we made breadcrumbs. That's a nice life. Yeah. Um, lesson. Pretty, uh, that's not weekly wisdom this week, but it's pretty exciting how my life has been going so far. And secondly, I had Chipotle for lunch today, and I've been having it more recently, and I really like it. If any of you guys work for Chipotle... Please send us some free food. <laughs> you a fan of the uh, carne asada, Logan? I am. Yeah, it's a little salty, but I like it. It's pretty good. How about you? You like it or no? Yeah, it's all right. I just have this grapefruit juice, and it's so bitter. It's really Is it sour? Up. Is it tart? It's, is it bitter? What is it? It's like... <sighs> Here, take a listen. Can't really hear it, but... That was me. Oh my god, um, it's definitely tart. <laughs> it's gonna mess with my mouth for the rest of the day because it feels like I like, I don't know, ate some sweat or something. But uh, we're gonna bring you guys some uh, real or fake content too. But this might be a long episode because of the size of the importance of the band that we're covering. But we'll just get through it. It's fine. All right. Here we go. The Beatles. A to Z. A to Z, B to Beating Y. With B. All right. Um, and this is... Probably like, review for 99% of you. And oh, well, that's not what I was going to say. It's that we've done a ton of bands that start with B on this podcast. Oh, yeah. The Beach Boys, Bruce Springsteen, Billie Eilish. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Uh, lot. A lot of bands. That's Did like we do four. Benny and the Jets yet? That's not a band. <sighs> That's Elton John, who we're not doing oh, this Oh, Logan, week. you know who we haven't done yet? Who? The Bee Gees. The Bee Gees, yes. The 70s disco. You know who we band? haven't gotten to yet? Who? Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. You know who else we haven't hit? Who? Bangles. The Bangles. Okay. How about... I don't know any B bands. Well, there's other artists. Billy Joel. Ben Harper. 
Billy D. Williams. Not a musical artist, but sure he is. Yeah, he is. He did some musical work. Who? Or at least I'm I mean, con- confusing him with someone who did. Hang on. Oh, he was in Star Wars, and that's good enough for me. Yeah, he's Lando. Um, Lando Calrissian. Yeah. Now, Logan, do you think that it's an accident, or that there just happen to be a lot more bands that start with the letter B than a lot of other letters? Hey, B starts with band, you know? Beastie Boys. I think we covered them. Yes, we did do the Beastie Boys. Uh, we did yeah. Queen, but that starts with Q. Yeah. The Queen. All right, so... According to my insignificantly small, in terms of the universe, knowledge about the Beatles, I believe they originated from Liverpool. Liverpool, Wisconsin? Liverpool, United Kingdom. Yeah, England. Yes. And, uh, you know, uh, Paul McCartney, John Lennon, Ringo Starr, and George Harrison... And which one of those is the luckiest? Uh, Ringo Starr. Was he originally part of the band? No, and George Harrison. Oh, wait. Yeah, George was... Yeah, Ringo's only the one that they pulled in because he was a studio musician. Yeah. So. And it shows. Because he's so good? Yeah, he's great. All right. Um, He's part of the Beatles, are you kidding? Yeah, he's insanely rich from them. Anyway, Paul McCartney and John Lennon uh met when they were uh 15 and 16 years old respectively in 1957 and then lennon had a skiffle band called the quarrymen and invited paul mccartney to join the group on the rhythm guitar i heard paul mccartney talking not too long ago about Mm -hmm. the two of them as kids just trying to learn to play the guitar together yeah they didn't have youtube no they didn't it was there was no internet he said they would struggle to learn different chords in fact one time they traveled all the way across i think liverpool. the struggle was real they traveled all the way across liverpool one day after high school just because they heard rumor oh. of someone sorry grapefruit juice who knew the b minor seven chord oh really it's a great story I, told the b minor seven chord is just a search away in today's day and age but it's really uh something hard to come by but. yeah especially when you're teaching yourself and your friends to play guitar yeah all right, and they also invited George Harrison uh, later on to join the band and the original bass player, that you've never heard of him, called Stuart Sutcliffe. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Referred to him as Stu. But Stuart Sutcliffe was the original bass player, and he didn't make the final cut of the Beatles we know today. Imagine if he did. Your music might have been a lot different. A little bit different. Might I don't not believe have. he lived a very long life, did he? He didn't. But we're going to cover these actual artists in a different podcast. Oh, excellent. It's a way for us to monetize more episodes yeah. and kind of like get four Just more weeks. Draw it all out. Yeah. Um, Folks, today we're talking about the Beatles. We're not speaking specific biographies. No, we're not. Um, as far as we're concerned, there's four Beatles. They're all still around. Go ahead. What? <laughs> um, uh there were a string of concerts in Liverpool, and the Beatles had their first manager named Alan Williams, and uh, he arranged a residency in Hamburg, which is where, Eric? Uh, Europe. Germany. Germany, that's right. Um, 
and uh, they he arranged a residency in Hamburg, and he saw the original Beatles drummer, which was not Ringo Starr. It was Pete Best. Oh, I was thinking Paul Allen for some reason. And that's when Pete Best, Allen Williams, was. that wasn't even, that was a joke that fell flat. Like, lean towards the microphone, because our audio might be off a little in past weeks. But the original drummer was named, drummer was named Pete Best. And in 1961, Sutcliffe left the band and McCartney replaced him on bass. Absolutely. Uh, so Best also was replaced by a young Ringo Starr a year after he basically kind of got into the Beatles. So. So, where are they now? Right now? The Beatles as a whole. Well. They've become pretty popular? In this story yeah, that I'm reading? Yeah, general scheme of things. One of the most influential, if not the most influential, and most popular bands of all time. I'll all say. time. And we have so many songs to suggest. Eric, you want to just... That's your phone. Uh, read to me your first suggestion. If you have one, now would be a good time to yeah, tell Yeah, when it you me. say we have so many songs to suggest, we're going to suggest three, correct? Uh, Maybe more. Or more. Either Maybe one. More. It, it depends on what you're feeling. I'm feeling... More grapefruit juice for me. Like uh, suggesting my first song. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. But go ahead. What's your first song? You could tell me now or later or never. No. You know what? I've always had a, a strong feeling for the song A Day in the Life. Yes, that's a good one. A lot of you may remember that from the album Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. For those of you out there who haven't heard of the Beatles or the album Sgt. Pepper, check it check out. It out. It was one of the first albums ever to tie a theme. Pretty psychedelic the entire, songs in there too. Yeah, mm. the entire album was kind of loosely themed and tied together, and that was a first-time thing. Yeah. Um, any other songs, or do you want me to keep going? Oh, that's it for now for me. In October 1961, 1961. Uh, the Beatles' first single named Love Me Do peaked at number 17 on their record retailer chart. The band returned to Hamburg for their fifth and final residency before returning home with a new look and a promise to be more serious about their music. Let me ask you a question, Logan. Yes. We're only up to 61. I'm afraid this could take all day. Well, they released when, 12 um... studio LPs in eight years. Wow. When did the United States hear about the Beatles. Well, kind of get Beatlemania. Uh, really, in 1964, uh, America saw the British invasion where the Beatles hit the USA for the first time. Then they went on the Ed Sullivan Show. I've heard about as that. As their first US TV performance. And it has about 73 million viewers in the States. Logan, little known fact. Yes. You know why the Beatles didn't tend to play live very often? After some of those first few performances in the U.S. How come? I'll bet you know. Uh, because they didn't want to. Forgot their music. They were a little bit too popular. 
Oh, yeah, because people screaming and stuff. So many kids yeah. screaming at them. They couldn't More hear specifically, themselves play. like, teenage girls, right? No reason to point fingers at this point this I mean, many years like, later. Yeah, like 60-year-olds now. Yeah, over, significantly over that. But, yeah, their technology wasn't... If anyone wasn't... listening now... Sorry, oh, my god. Go gosh. ahead, please. Anyone listening now that was at Beatles concert, contact us, because we'd like to hear your stories about it. You are few it. and far between, because there were very few Beatles concerts when you think about it. I know, it would be cool if someone listening was at a Beatles concert. Yeah. Anyway, what you were you saying You can call in I... right now. Call oh. in now, we're live. <laughs> um, no, we're not. What I was saying was, the technology didn't exist at the time, early 60s, for them to be able to hear themselves performing with all that screaming. They couldn't mm-hmm. hear themselves or their instruments over all that Because they didn't wear like an earpiece or anything, right? Oh, no. They didn't, um, they didn't have... understand the technology yet of having monitors, you know, a speaker yeah, facing yeah. them on they stage. They didn't have the speaker. That was my question. That would work yeah. well enough. There were other um, technological advances that happened very quickly over the next few years that they unfortunately weren't privy to at the time. I understand that. Is all this true? I don't know. I think I saw it on TV one time. But TV they, is basically the main source of news except our podcast. They certainly so. do remain one of the if not the greatest band ever, but they did most of their significant work in the studio. All right, let's continue our uh, story about the Beatles. Uh, they had a growing fan base in America, and they held the top five places in the Billboard Top 100, which is still a record to this day. And One, two, three, four, and five out of the Top 100? Yes, and wow. among tours, the Beatles found time to record A Hard Day's Night and the album Beatles for Sale was released in the second half of 1964. Really? Yes, and uh, they uh, saw a lot of success in America, and they had the first live music concert to be held in stadiums. And they had a world record crowd of 55,600 people on August 15th, 1965. Let me guess. Shea Stadium? Yes. Wow. Do you even know? Did you look over at this? I swear I did not. Pocket computer about it. What else? What else do you want to say? There's not much to say. Are you sure? Because I can go on forever. I'd like to recommend another song. Okay. Let's let's hear it. Logan, I've always enjoyed the song Norwegian Wood. Okay. True story. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Norwegian Wood. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Wish we, were, we could. Yeah, we but did. please check our, the liner notes. Yes, in the uh, show notes, we'll link all the stuff to YouTube and stuff. Uh, anyway, the Beatles in the studio. The story is really uh, kind of like toning down a little. And if you have any information that I glossed over yeah. in this... Please let me know. Pull up like Wikipedia or something. You'll be the first to know. Uh, and our listeners, because this is live. They'll be they'll um, be next in line to know. The Correct. Beatles had no plans for further shows in their studio years, so they took to the studio with a more experimental approach to their music. And guess what years they recorded and released six studio LPs. 69 through 71. 66 through 70. Oh. Because in 70, they broke up. Is that on the heels of the White Album, Logan? Uh, the White Album was 
I think in either 69 or 68. Mm. It was very close to them breaking up. And actually in 70, after they broke up, their final studio album, Let It Be, was released. I've heard that song. Album. Correct. Not just song. Yeah. Yes, I've heard Let It... We saw... Well, we heard a demo of Let It Be, like one of their takes. Mm -hmm. And it was so different than the one we know now, so... It's really interesting to hear if you have Apple Music or something where you can get this album for a relatively low cost. Check out the White Album Super Deluxe. And I'm not going to link it, but it has some really cool demos Super on it. Super Deluxe so. Edition. Many different takes are featured for the same song. Anyway, some studio albums they released were Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band and, uh, yeah, Abbey Road. And yeah, the white album, and yeah, help, help. You talked about yes. Hard Day's Night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if we can name all of their albums right now. You want to try? Think we should. I I could do it. I can Google them. So we certainly could try. Don't Google them. Tell me as many albums as you can. Just did. <laughs> okay. Uh, they occupied the top spot for four of their six releases in the. Uh, charts both in the u.s and the uk in a relatively short time very impressive uh yeah it's like what eight nine years something like that maybe seven years of them being together and they broke up in 1970 and their final studio lp was let it be and it was released on may 8th 1970 and it was the final album of the beatles and that is the story of the Beatles in a nutshell. And I'm sure we glossed over really, really important facts. We also facts. skipped significantly important facts after the Beatles stopped recording together. Yes. Folks, that's for another time. Suffice to say, some of them lived longer lives than others. Do you want to quickly some tell the them... audience about what happened to John Lennon? You can. Well, I'm gonna suggest a song so could you sure okay folks the microphone's over here sadly john lennon was assassinated going in for some more grape juice in the year mm, 1980 uh i think it was 80 hang on i'm pretty sure it was 1980 anyway by what could only be called a deranged fan (laughs) yes um sadly yeah, so he uh, been living in December New York 8th, City. 1980. John Lennon, by the way, a brief side note, a lot of people don't know this. Before John Lennon was raising his children in New York City, it wasn't cool for a man to go out in public and push a stroller and be a hands-on dad. Guess what I think John he did? John Lennon I made think he that, did that okay. Yeah, and I'm pushing strollers left and right now because I have like 12 kids or something. Um, or something. <laughs> yeah. Or none. Um, anyway, the one last song I'd like to suggest, unless you have any more, is Obladi Oblada from the White Album. And I heard that also. It's a great song. It's also a cool one to play on the piano if you're a pianist, which I happen to be, so I can play it. And I'm not going to because we're going to get copyrighted for it. Sure. But actually. Yeah, actually. Should we do something special? I don't know. Are we allowed to? I'm allowing If we do in under five seconds, can we do that? We can do it. Here we go. Folks, live. Live. First time on the podcast. 
Here we go. I almost stepped in my grapefruit juice. While the technology is being put in place to make this momentous, and you're not you're occur. not speaking into the. Uh... Okay. Are we ready? Are Take we it live? away, Logan. I'm gonna play like the first bar. Four seconds. That is Obladi without the high notes at the beginning. Let me move this mic. It's a little, well played. A little flex on my. Hey, you know what, Logan? Musical. We're talking stuff. about the Beatles here. They don't deserve three songs. They deserve more. I yes, got one more do. for you. All right, I'm excited. You ever heard of a little song called Julia? Yes, I have. Folks, check out Julia. Beautiful song, really. Um, really pretty. Beautiful name. Yes, it is a beautiful name. One that we should all name our children one day. Maybe, maybe not. You never know. Anyway, um, what was that? I heard something. It was saying, real or fake? Real or real fake? Real or fake? I'm getting a little real scared. Halloween is around the it's corner. It's Halloween month. Real or fake? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Real or Fake. It's a signature feature of your favorite podcast. A podcast about music. Cue the applause, everyone, because this week we're coming to you with a special episode called The Beatles. However, we already did this. We are doing real or fake right now. Yes. Uh, Eric, you go first. I'm going to move my chair like I do week after week and sip some grapefruit juice. So please don't mind my Logan, I decided of discomfort. I decided to take a step back in time tonight. Like we did with the Beatles. It's a little bit like, further. It's like 4.30. It's not really nighttime. For my first story, and folks, for those of you catching up for the first time... I'm going to hit Logan with two stories. One news story is true, one is false. He's going to try to figure out which one's false. I haven't heard that word since like 1930. Anyway, keep going. Well, funny you say. Today we're going back to 1926. Really? Logan? Yes. Story number one. In the year 1926, a physician in Georgia determined that the cause of 12-year-old Melitzo McCoy's upset stomach was the boy's appetite for the family Bible. Oh. By the time oh, this man. diagnosis was made, he had already devoured the entire volume, save the covers and two oh, that, pages, that's messed up. on which the family <laughs> record was kept. Okay. His father said he knew his son sometimes ate dirt, but he had no idea about his Bible eating habit. Is that story, story right? number one? Oh my gosh. Bible leader. I'm not going to interrupt for a story today. We've got a double theme this week. We've also 1926 got a, religious stories. We've got a double feature too because we have uh, weekly wisdom. In other news, in the year 1926. What just happened to your voice? Thanks to a 200 year old legal technicality, Sinclair Smith IV of New Orleans, Louisiana, was tried and convicted of, quote, Frying catfish without first saying the Lord's blessing. 
His sentence was 100 hours community service at the local church. We've got two news stories from 1926. One or both might be true or false, real or fake. Okay. So. Story number one, Bible leader. Story number two, catfish. Was there really such a thing as community service? 1926? Yes. You bet your bottom dollar there was. At a church? I I can't completely trust you because I think a lot more would happen if you ate a Bible in 1926 or today than just an upset stomach. I feel like mm. it would really do something. Yeah. Or any book, not just the Bible. Sure. With that being said, I feel like, what did he do? Fry catfish? I feel like that's a little extreme without saying, what, the Lord's blessing? Yes. So I think the fake story is the Bible leader. You are absolutely incorrect. According to weirduniverse.net, 1926. Not sponsored. A kid ate the family Bible. Wow. Yep. As you were. giving me ideas over here. Um, So that's 0 for 1 this week. Or 1 for... Oh, I I got it right. Yeah. Uh, Story number 1. An 18-year-old German man's last-ditch effort to sway his ex-girlfriend into getting back together got him in a tricky spot. And he was caught scaling a 13-foot wall at the local women's prison to try to reach, reach her window. He was half naked. The ex, also 18, had broken up with a man from the northwestern town of Vecta via her prison phone. And he wanted to talk to her, according to the local media. So this Lock half-naked guy... In Germany. Yes, yeah, scales up this uh, fence because he doesn't want to get cut up by the barbed wire. To talk to his ex. Who's who in prison. Who is in prison. So, mm, I don't even oh, know if it's worth it, Oh, the tangled web we weave. Just kind of time to let it go. She's okay. Um, Great story. Thank you. A little bit fishy, but go ahead. Okay, story number two. According to Fox News, a young woman by the name of Nicole Vessman was recently arrested for stealing 30 dogs from a relatively local, relatively local shelter. The police say she claimed she was only trying to do good for the community and Country Rock Animal Shelter should be ashamed of its, quote, dog food choices. So story number one is half-naked man trying to talk to his ex in prison. And story number two is about a woman who stole 30 dogs because of the shelter's habits with their food. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty confident... The fake story is the Bow Wow Theft. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, you are right this week, and... Wait. I take that back. What's that? Wait, what did you say the dog story was? Fake. Fake. Yes, you're correct. Oh, I got confused because I was thinking, because I said I was right, but I got this week's one wrong. So my mind was in all different places. But yeah, you're now what are you gonna do? Real so, or fake is made for the fun and enjoyment of the audience. Of the audience. Yeah. So the 18 year old German did actually climb that fence to talk to his girlfriend. I didn't read on in the story. Well, but it seems I've like known a pretty messed up thing. A lot to of half-naked Germans, and that sounds like something they do. <laughs> yeah. Don't even get me started on all the girlfriends I've had go to prison. Um, but yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Any other segments? Um, 
Yeah, we have one more, and uh, we're joined by Adam Stanley this week, as we always are. He makes a brief cameo. Uh, enjoy. Hope, hope he doesn't mind. I know what you're saying. You're so smart. Hello, everyone. Still with us in the episode. It's time for Weekly Wisdom, and I am joined with my co-host, Eric. How are you doing? Nice to be here. Good. Um, all right, let's get right into it. Uh, today's bit of wisdom comes from the piece of paper I am holding in my hand that was sent to me from Sweden, of all places. Really? And uh, we actually live right outside the Appalachian Mountains. It's a good thing that the fog lifted because we're able to see a beautiful mountainscape out our Anderson windows. Not sponsored. Um, Logan, what's your weekly wisdom? Confused by a Wikipedia article? Quick click on simple English in the left menu under languages for a simplified version. That's great to know, especially for our listeners overseas where English is not their native tongue. They might be learning English from our podcast. But if you'd like to research any of these bands for yourself, it, I, I've done this for school assignments where I click simple English and it like actually really helped me. Oh, no kidding. I was searching the trade war with US and China the other day. Yeah. And no reason to point fingers with an international audience. No, Go ahead. No, I, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just happening. And I clicked on simple English and I was able to write my paragraph in record time. Anyway, Sounds that's great. our weekly wisdom this week. I think it's been a fruitful journey today. We actually did the Beatles, which I was surprised we were actually going to do because we usually just make a mockery of all the bands we talk about. I agree to disagree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 Um, anything else you want to talk about before I sign off with a signature uh, sound effect? I think our friends out there in Listen to Land would appreciate our sign-off at this point. Yeah, and as always, share us. Um, here is our uh, sign-off this week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening.